0: When I ride to work in the morning, I think, look at all this nature. I'm I would never see this driving my car, like going through the the park and the trails. I often see deer. Um just uh, tons of deer every time I ride through and I think I would never see this, you know, ducks, all kinds of stuff. It's it's really nice. I go by a nice stream and then there's a pond and you know, you miss all that in your car. So I really like that.
1: Hey, what's up? This is Kat. Welcome to the Joyride. Hey, what's up, Joyriders? This is Kat, and you're listening to episode number 31 of the Joyride Podcast, where we celebrate women on bikes. Why? Because I believe in the transformative power of bikes in our personal lives, our communities, and the world at large. Frankly, I believe the world would be made better if more women were empowered through cycling. Joyriders, at long last, welcome to Season 3. On this episode of the Joyride Podcast, we'll hang out with backpacker-turned-bike-camper Dana Kreck of the blog Blisters and Bug Bites. Say that 10 times fast. We'll talk about her love of rail trails, a magical car-free island in Michigan, and the most unlikely group ride you can possibly imagine. But first, friends, it sure is a crazy world out there. There's a lot happening, and I have to admit that for a while it felt felt pretty frivolous um, to put time and energy into something like bikes uh, or a bike podcast. Lots of people are really scared they're really angry they're talking really loudly um frankly people of any political stripe they're just being total a-holes I don't know what it is about social media that makes people just actually I do know what it is we just forget that we're actually humans on the other end of it um there's a lot there not gonna devolve in that but the point is is that words matter and I I can't get down with hate um Make no mistake I, I know that there's work to do, but I believe that this world is full of love. I still have hope and I realized that I, w- I was just really taking in too much social and I needed to not scroll headlines um, I needed to get a little more balance and um, come back to the things that make me feel good and frankly when in doubt go for a ride on your bike it is a big crazy world out there folks but don't let that dim your personal joy that's how the terrorists win and life is far too short to be squandered um so look up put down your phones look up turn off the screens Uh, it's kind of weird saying this when i make a podcast but put your phone in airplane mode or put it in a drawer that's what i've started doing uh just have less screen time and a little more balance and a little more sanity um joyride theme for 2018 friends More bike rides, less bullshit. You with me? In other news, it's been a while since we've met, so here are some updates. Another successful Kickstarter from friend of the show, Ellie Blue. Ellie put out Bike Witty, the 14th installment of her taking the lane zine. And in this one, she examines money, class, and bicycling through some really fantastic essays. It's spectacular. Uh, in Bikewitty, Ellie features the voices of Tamika Butler, the former executive director of the LA County Bike Coalition. She's currently serving as the executive director of the Los Angeles Neighborhood Land Trust. And friends of the show like Rihanna from V3, Julie Brooks, and Gretchen Lair. I had the honor of sharing some previous Microcosm Publishing Inc. Um, in Taking the Lane with Gretchen under Petal Zombies. I've got a few copies of Bikewitty and Pedal Zombies available, so go to the support page uh, to claim a copy for yourself, or go visit Microcosm Publishing. If you must make your purchase of BikeWitty through the Amazon Empire, please, if you don't mind, click on the link in the show notes to show the Joyride some bike love affiliate style. Also, another note: uh, Tim Mooney was from Pedal Shift. The Pedal Shift Project was kind enough to invite me to join him. And the guys from the Sprocket podcast on uh, Tim's episode 100 recording of the Pedal Shift Project, uh, really cool roundtable. We hung out at the Stream PDX uh, Airstream podcasting studio, and you know just talked about the future of bike touring and you know a lot of really fun conversation. I, it was we, I had a really good time. It was really cool to, you know, finally get to hang out with Tim face to face, and you know, get to have this like little roundtable chat with the guys from Sprocket, Sprocket Podcast. So make sure you check out the link in the show notes for that. There's a few pictures too. Um, I was sick as hell, uh, so when you listen to it, you'll probably pick that up a little bit. But it was a good time. Also, I saw this really intense movie about the Trans Am bike race. Uh, the one that goes from Astoria, Oregon, all the way to Virginia. The one that Lail Wilcox won a few years ago. Super great film called Inspired to Ride. Uh, there's another badass woman on a bike named Juliana. Um, I don't i don't have her last name in front of me. Sorry, folks. But um, Juliana is in this and she's like has this. There's this uh, subplot of this. She's being chased by these Italians because she's an Italian and they just don't really believe that she's. Uh, You know, they think she must be doping because she must not be strong enough to ride and, you know, keep the pace that she's keeping and fantastic film, really intense what these folks do. I can't believe what they put themselves through. Um, It's not it's not for me, per se, but really inspiring um, and really beautiful, some beautiful footage, gorgeous shots of of the the country that they ride through. So check that out. Uh, Link in the show notes. Speaking of show notes, those can now be found at thejoyridepodcast.com. Those will be at joyridepodcast.com forward slash zero three one. While you're there, you can sign up for the newsletter, check out the resources page and learn how you can share your bike love with others and join the Joyride Nation. Do that at thejoyridepodcast.com forward slash support. I'm really excited about that. I've put a lot of hard work into the website um, and I hope you like it. Let me know what you think, Uh, if you notice anything, or if you have some things you would like to suggest we add to the resources page. um, Shoot me an email at thejoyridepodcast at gmail.com, and let's chat. Okay, Uh, one last thing, one final thing before we finally get to meet Dana. Friends, I would really love to know what you're doing when you're listening to the show. Like, I just... I just want, like, like, Slice of Life is so inspiring to me. I'm kind of cheesy, but I really like it. So if it is safe to do so, could you possibly take, uh, like, a photo in your Instagram story and let me know what you're up to? Like, show me what you're doing? Tag the Joyride podcast and in your Instagram story, because I just I want to see what you're doing when you listen to the show. Um, give me a bike selfie. Just be safe. Be safe no matter what. That would be super rad um, to find out what you're up to. Okay, friends, um, the wait has almost been long enough. I want to just give you a little warning that there's a particularly gross story that is shared during this chat. I'm sure it was a lot worse for Dana at the time, but it's if you're squeamish, you may want to fast forward through that. So just to give you a little bit of a heads up. Um, yeah, I think that's it. What do you say we What do you say we do this thing? Without further ado. Joyriders, welcome to Season 3. Let's meet Dana Kreck. Dana Kreck, welcome to the Joyride.
0: Thanks for having me, Kat. Hey, I'm so
1: excited to talk with you today.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to be here. So, let's talk about bikes.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's talk about bikes. So where in the world are you?
0: I live in um, Pennsylvania. Where like in about the an hour and a half outside of Philly. It's an area called Berks County, Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Is that where you learned to ride a bike?
0: Um, I grew up in Lancaster County, which is right next door. And so um, that's like a big, like everybody has bikes there. It's like Amish country. That's how, you know, how they get around. And um, so that's where I learned to ride a bike. And it brought it with me to Berks. <laughs>
1: that's like pretty nice rolling hills out there.
0: Oh, it's awful! <laughs>
1: I hate hills. <laughs> oh, really? It's awful. Um, you hate hills?
0: Yes, I hate And but I actually, um, it's gotten better because now I have a road bike. I recently purchased a road bike. Um, but before that, I had a hybrid, and it was like, you know, I have asthma, so like, I'd sign up for group rides, and they say, you know, fairly flat. And then <laughs> the one that said it was fairly flat, and then I ended up t- going up this humongous hill, and I had a severe asthma attack and I forgot my inhaler. Oh no. So I was like, Oh, just keep going guys. Like,
1: <laughs> Oh my gosh. That sounds kind of scary though.
0: Yeah, it was awful, but
1: <laughs> you felt, you I... felt like safe enough in that, in that scenario.
0: Yeah. Um, there was somebody that stayed with me and then gotcha. I just sort of like, um, just went really slow until I could catch my breath again. But, um, yeah, having asthma is awful. That's why I, yeah, I'm a rail trail girl. <laughs>
1: I see, I see. I I do like rail trails myself cuz they are they they follow the old rail beds, so there's not really like you're going up mountains or doing anything yep. like that because that's not what trains do. They they are much more gradual, so they're much more pleasant.
0: That's right. That's right. Pennsylvania has a ton of rail trails. And um especially around where I live in Lancaster and Philly and there's tons of great rail trails around here.
1: So uh,
0: tell me a little bit about
1: how, like, when did you move from a hybrid to the road bike and how how was that different for your riding? Like, how would you characterize one over the other?
0: Oh my gosh, I was so scared when I, <laughs> when I went from my hybrid to my road bike. Um, I originally started on an old mountain bike that was just like a department store, a cheapo mountain bike. And, um, I rode that for years and years and commuted to work on that. And, um, I didn't realize, I mean, everybody says, you know, the skinnier, the tires, the faster you'll go. And I was like, yeah, okay. You know, but I didn't realize when you switch over, it's amazing the difference. So then when I got my hybrid a couple years ago, I thought, oh my gosh, I am flying. (laughs) And then when I got my road bike, oh my gosh, it's, it's like, it takes me no time to get to work now. It's amazing. <laughs> so, um, but I don't have the clip-in pedals. Um, I'm a little scared of that yet. So maybe someday. But um, I have the pedals with the, like, the cage on them. Oh, That you yeah. slip your foot into. You yeah. like those? I do, actually. The um, only problem is every now and then I have a hard time flipping it around um, to get going. <laughs> So then it like sort of scrapes on the, on the ground as I'm, as I'm pedaling. But, um, I just have to keep like kicking it until (laughs) that makes sense.
1: I have a set of those in my garage. I haven't put on the bike yet. So Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, like listeners have known that I've like talked about, am I going to get the, the clip in pedals or whatever, you know? Uh, so it's like the, the feet and shoes thing is something I'm still like trying to continue to, to work out. Um, yeah. So actually, I will ask you about that. What kind of footwear do you wear on your on the flat platform pedals? Then
0: I just wear regular um, sneakers. Like sneakers, yeah. And um, I lost my train of thought. Do
1: you commute? <laughs> Sorry, in, uh, it's okay. Do, it's going to happen. Like to me too, probably. Um, <laughs> do you commute in the winter?
0: Um, I will commute as long as it's not icy outside. Gotcha. Um, I, I don't. I don't do it every day. Um, sort of. You know, sometimes I I wake up late and then I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. But um, as long as the weather is is fairly decent, I will ride my bike to work. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking
1: sneakers and I'm thinking soaking wet feet. Of course, I'm thinking winter in Portland, but you know, yeah. it's not all that different. You know, I grew up on the East Coast, so it's winter is winter is winter. Yeah. Um, you know, most of the time here in North America
0: if if it's rainy or slushy out i probably won't ride my bike um just because i have to go on some trails um instead of taking the main roads because they're a little busy um i actually almost just got hit i almost got hit by a car
1: oh my gosh (laughs) a
0: couple months ago it was that was the scariest thing that has ever happened to me but i'm
1: glad you're okay
0: yeah thank you um that was a little crazy um You know, I had, I was doing everything right. I had the lights on my bike and, um, I signaled and I don't know what this lady was thinking, but she just sort of rolled through a stop sign and I just started screaming like, no, no, (laughs) no. And she was awful, awful close to, to hit it. Like I looked down and, and the, um, front of her car was like within, you know, maybe like a foot of my leg. And I was like, oh my God, you know, so luckily, um, Luckily, she stopped, but then she started coming at me again. And I was like, what what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, my gosh. And then she um, pulled around me, and she luckily apologized. I mean, thankfully, I I appreciated that, that she stopped and apologized and made sure I was okay. And it didn't hit me until she, like, drove away then that, oh, my gosh, I almost just got creamed. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I rode down, I rode through the trails, and then um, I actually had, I was pretty shaken up, so my supervisor had to come and pick me up (laughs) (laughs) because that gave me a heart attack. But I have really,
1: it can be really (laughs) jarring. Um, It can be really jarring. But so that was a few months ago, and you are riding since you feel more comfortable. But I mean, I don't know the situation around that thing, around wherever that incident thankfully didn't happen, but you're probably more guarded in a lot of ways now.
0: I am. Yeah, I am. And it's, you know, as a cyclist, you're always looking around and, and that's what, that it was the scariest thing to me is that I thought she saw me because she was at a stop sign and I had the right away and I signaled, I had, you know, um, it wasn't even that dark out and I had my lights on and my blinky light on the back. And so I went and, um, I think it's like she saw me, but didn't register Mm. what, you know what I mean, what I was that I was cycling and, you know, it's early and it it wasn't really that dark, but it was just crazy. But, um, gosh, that only ever happened to me one other time. And it was years and years and years and years ago. And somebody almost hit me and, you know, luckily (laughs) Luckily I never got hit, but do you, do you I, wear like
1: hit. high viz? I mean, I, I hear oh. that you have lights and stuff. Do you ha- wear Yikes. like high viz stuff?
0: I wear the most brightest, most obnoxious color. clothes <laughs> Because I see cyclists in my area, like biking in my area, it's getting more popular. We actually finally just got our first bike lane. Um, it's Yay!
1: Really
0: let's celebrate that.
1: Let's celebrate bike lanes. That's funny. I know.
0: Um, But the thing that worries me is I I worry that do drivers know that cyclists have the right of way around here? There's Mm. not really a lot of, um, I I just think people see people on bikes and they think, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like I've never been really like harassed when I'm riding my bike or anything like that. But um, I've heard stories of people who have, but I think for the most part, people are pretty okay with cyclists. But I see an awful lot of cyclists wearing, like, dark colors at night, mm-hmm. no lights on their bike, riding down the wrong, like...
1: Oh, my gosh. That's the worst oh, for me.
0: It's a- awful.
1: It's like... <laughs> I see it. And I see it when I go back east. Actually, I saw it a lot. Um, I was in Phoenix a couple weeks ago, and I saw it a lot in Phoenix. I saw it yeah. a lot in Phoenix. And I was just like, that's... And I'm not, I'm not talking smack about Phoenix's bike scene, because I also saw something really cool, and I couldn't get out my phone quick enough, but it was like a parade of like low riders with you know <laughs> holiday lights on them or you know like light up low riders it was really cool yeah. but one thing I noticed was like all of the cyclists going the wrong way like yes oh. you walk it walk against traffic but you ride with traffic and it like oh it makes my toes curl like I freak yes. out on on their behalf I'm like oh gosh please be well, careful please be safe and-
0: yeah, it makes me nervous, too, like when I'm when on the days that I drive to work. And then so I have to go through, um, you know, what, like those roundabouts are <laughs> Yeah. Do you mean like
1: a circle or a jug? Uh, yeah, the circle. And yeah. OK, like, multiple gotcha.
0: Exits. Yeah. Um, yes. So I have to go through one of those to get to work. And I saw the other day a cyclist going the wrong way through a roundabout. And I thought, Oh my gosh, you are going to get hit. Like who knows what exit oh, you're getting yeah. off? Who knows? Oh my gosh. It just makes me so nervous. <laughs> that,
1: yeah. That's, that freaks and me a little bit.
0: I feel like that gives us a bad name. Like, like when I am on my bike, like, you know, I will stop at the stop signs and I try to do everything right. And then when you see people out there who are doing the opposite of what I'm doing, that makes, I feel like other drivers, like, well, what's the right thing? And, yeah. the, you know, if you're not into biking, you're not going to take the time to look into it, I think, you know, so. You're just yeah, like, I think
1: that that's true. Um, you know, and there's probably a lot of education that could be done just about why it's better to, to yeah. go to do one over the other. Like, yes, you walk against traffic, but you ride with traffic, you, you know, um, I'm sure that education would help um, and just help everybody be safer. Mm hmm. Yeah. So tell me a little bit, you also do some some touring and some overnights and stuff, right?
0: Yeah, I've done a couple overnights. Um the first one I ever went on, I took my little nephew with me. And um I always try to like take him with me when I do like outdoorsy stuff. He just how, loves it.
1: How old it. is he? Huh?
0: How old is he? Oh, uh, he's um 9, he'll soon be 10.
1: Oh, what a fun age.
0: Yeah, and I've been taking him like backpacking and stuff like that since I think since he was like five or six since his mom started letting me and <laughs> cool. her, but yeah we we went on a rail trail and he um got like a, a bigger bike, so he wasn't quite used to it. so I carried all the stuff on my bike, and um it was so heavy and I was gonna bring my dog with me in her you know what a doggy ride is. um I have one of those for um my dog. it's like a like, like a trailer, a, yeah, like a dog trailer, oh cool and I am so glad I didn't bring her because I that sounds honestly like a lot. Don't, I don't think I could have I think my bike would have fallen apart. <laughs> I didn't plan that out very well. No, was well.
1: this on the was this on the hybrid or that was or a hybrid. the hybrid. Yeah, yeah, I brought my
0: hybrid for that. Um That, that, sounds, a like,
1: tank. that sounds like a lot. <laughs> yeah, you yep, yep. and your nephew and uh your pup. Yeah. And all that stuff.
0: So so it was just it was just me and him and um And like I said, I carried everything, and we just went um, a couple miles because I wasn't sure like how far he could go on his new bike, or you know if he'd sort of get bored or whatever. So um, we parked and then and then rode. I think we did like five or six miles, and then we had to get off the trail. And we went on a, it was actually a surprisingly busy road. So, um, I sort of, I had him go first and then I went behind him and sort of like put myself more a little bit out in traffic. Yeah. To, you know what I mean? To sort yeah, of protect yeah. him.
1: Yeah. You're kind of like, right. Yeah. I know, I know what you're saying.
0: Yep. And then, um, but luckily we weren't on that road for very long before we got to the campground and we had the most awesome little campsite. It was next to a stream and, um, Oh my gosh, he just loved it. We had such a cool time. And then in the morning we cycle back to the car, safe and sound. <laughs> that's
1: awesome. Yeah, what, was... what trail was that?
0: That was the um, York Heritage Trail. Um, oh. York Heritage Rail Trail.
1: York Heritage Rail Trail. That's one I've not, yeah. I've not even heard of. So you must have a, a good beat on like all of the rail trails in the area then.
0: Yeah, I've done a good chunk of them, that's for sure. <laughs> that's awesome. The York um, Heritage Trail actually. Oh, sorry, cat. No, please the, go on. The York Heritage Trail actually goes down into Maryland. I think it's there's like 20 miles in PA, and then it and then it connects with another trail that goes down into Maryland, I believe.
1: I wonder if Tim over at Pedal Shift is familiar with that one. Um, he's done a whole write up on the CNO Canal I, or Canal. Yeah, is it the CNO Canal? Help me. It
0: is CNO. You know, yeah. You've been on that um, one too, right? I have done that one. Um, well, I've done a chunk of that one. Um, I I'm hoping next year to go back and finish that trail. Um, uh, maybe I started in Harper's Ferry and, um, I went by myself. I was actually supposed to do the whole, like from Pittsburgh all the way to DC, but there was a hurricane that came through that week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, cause literally, I'm not kidding you. Every single time I try to go camping or cycling or something like it it's like a torrential downpour happens <laughs> and I don't understand. And everyone thinks it's a joke until I try to make plans with them to go camping. And then we have to cancel it.
1: It's Good like, to know. Good to know.
0: <laughs> I know. So it's like, it has to be like a spontaneous thing where I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to tell mother nature, but yeah, I'm going to go camping. Oh, that's <laughs> so
1: funny. That's so funny. <laughs>
0: ridiculous. But yeah, so it was like hurricane Matthew or something I think came through. And, um, like it would be my first time going by myself and I just did not want to deal with like hauling all my stuff over down trees and stuff like that. I thought, you know, I want it to be as easy as possible for my first by myself. Um, So I skipped like the first chunk of the trail. I changed my plans. I got on in Harper's Ferry um, and I don't know if you've ever you grew up on the East Coast, didn't you? Like yeah. You were.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you ever... New York and New Jersey.
0: Okay. Have you ever been to Harper's Ferry?
1: I've not. Actually, I don't I don't know. It sounds super familiar, but I've never been there like on a bike or as an adult or anything. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's a cute little town, but like you have to cross over this bridge and then bring everything down the spiral staircase. Oh goodness. And yeah, and I knew that there was going to be the spiral staircase and I was like, Oh, how is this going to go? You know, (laughs) But it wasn't, it actually wasn't that bad. Um,
1: did you bring everything down in
0: like one, I'm
1: sorry to interrupt you. You brought it down, everything down in one go, or did you do like some rounds of things?
0: I did rounds of things. Yeah. I, um, so I brought one of my bike bags down and then some guy actually saw me carrying all my stuff down and he was like you want you want some help and I was like yeah (laughs) so he brought another bag down and then and then I brought my bike down so otherwise yeah I would have made yeah it was really nice there is a lot of people around so um so that was cool and then I headed off um I stayed overnight in I can't even remember the name of the town it was about halfway from Harper's Ferry to um dc i took a little ferry over and that was pretty cool um oh and that's when i cycled through dog poop that was awful. oh no yeah <laughs> okay all right so
1: um joyriders Dana, Dana give me a little preview of this <laughs> story and like in a parentheses yeah. and i'm sorry just like cover your ears if you're a little squeamish but what dana what happened
0: it so i I was feeling so badass because, like, I had just cycled, I think it was about 30 miles that day, and, um, like, by myself, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm doing it, this is awesome, and having a good time, and I'm, like, looking around, enjoying the scenery, and all of a sudden, I looked down... Like, and there's no way I could have avoided it. It was this, it had to be like a Great Dane or something. Oh, no. Dog diarrhea. And I went right through it with my hybrid. I was on my hybrid. And I was like, no. So, because I don't have on my bike I don't have you know what I mean like I just grabbed my hybrid and went and I was like oh you gotta be kidding me okay let's survey the damage so I get off my bike it's like splattered on my legs on my shoes <laughs> it's on the pedals it's in the tread of my bike it was on my bags I mean I mean oh this no just, it got I like on your stuff yes I no. will, like right through <laughs> the oh, middle no. of this it was awful so, um, you know, I'm all for people cleaning up their dog poop on, on trails, yeah, but uh,
1: you're a dog owner. Yes. And, okay. All right. So,
0: but I'm we like, I don't, f- I honestly don't know if you even could have cleaned that up because like, what well, do you do. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I was on the side of the trail and I was trying, I was like taking leaves and trying to clean off my bike <laughs> and my legs, <laughs> my shoes and stuff. And, um, this guy rides by, I think he was like, they have, um, like guys that, that patrol the trail. He was like, are you okay? And I was like, oh yeah, I just cycled through some dog poop. You know? <laughs> he was like, oh, he's like, I didn't even see any dogs on the trail today. I'm like, well, okay. there was. <laughs> So then I got to the ferry. And then when I got to my hotel, they, I told them what happened. Um, Cause they were helping me load the bike. And I was like, listen, like, do you want me to because it's like everywhere? Don't like touch don't this. It, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and
0: um Oh, that was like, kind
1: oh, of you yeah. to make sure you warned people. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um they so they had a hose, they brought the hose out and I was like trying but by then it you know, I mean it was like you literally cannot get dog poo out of the tread of your tires. Like it's just not happening with a little bit of water, like from a hose that's not really pressurized. <laughs> like, it was, so, so then they gave me um, little towels, like little ripped up rags, to put my bike on it because they let me bring it in the hotel room. So that was nice of them, but oh, it was it was really gross. Oh no! So was that the uh,
1: okay? How how long was this trip? Was it just like a couple? Was it a couple nights or like how long were you out?
0: Well, what I did was um, I cycled the CNO overnight. So I went from Harper's Ferry to, I cannot remember the name of that little town I stayed in. Um, and then in the morning, I got back on, I took the ferry, went back on the trail and cycled to D.C. And then um, I spent a couple days cycling around D.C. sightseeing and um, stuff like that. So I was, I was there, it wasn't an overnight, but um, I, I was in D.C. for a couple days after
1: Gotcha. And then did you ride back or did you take a bus or something back?
0: Um my boyfriend actually came and picked me up. Nice. So um yeah, so that was I'm, nice. I'm definitely a fan of like a
1: one way trip where someone gives you a ride back at the end of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was nice. Um yeah. he actually he drove down and then spent the night and then the next day we cycled around DC, looked at some of the sites and then drove home. So yeah, so I made sure he brought his bike too. <laughs> cool. He's into biking, but like, not as much as me, like, I'm more like, um, cause I can ride my bike like forever. I feel like, and he's like, he likes riding bikes, but he wouldn't like, I don't think he would be into like bike packing and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. and, and, um,
1: let's see, that was how you made a transition from like into bike camping or. Doing yeah. an overnight or something, you started with a backpacking background. How? Do, uh, tell me, like, what was that introduction, and how did you make that jump?
0: Well, I'm not really sure how I first learned about like bike packing and bike touring, but um, I was really into backpacking for a really long time, and like I loved it, but just carrying everything on my back was honestly it's like not fun (laughs) you know so I mean there are some people that probably love it but for me it was like that is I mean that's the whole point of it and it's sort of like I love being like out camping in the middle of nowhere and stuff but carrying everything was just sort of a drag so I started um as I started getting more into rail trails I saw that some people um You know camped along the rail trails and stuff like that and I was like that sounds awesome um so just through reading and stuff like that of other people's adventures I um I thought well I can do that I just need to buy a set of of bike bags and I have all the other gear so let's try it like this is gonna be awesome
1: (laughs) um have you been out on your road bike like have you been out touring or bike camping with your road bike yet
0: no I haven't done that yet um I I think I'll stick with my hybrid for that because um I don't know. It just like I feel like I b- always bring a lot of stuff with me. So mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I think my hybrid's like relatable, trust me. Yeah. I overpack like what? I can't even. It's just so silly. I don't know why there's so much stuff. I come back and I'm like, "Why did I bring this?"
0: Yeah. This, yeah. I I was joking. Um I ran into a group of guys um on the on the trail. They were in like a bike club, I think they were from New Mexico or something like that, and they had done the whole trail, and they were telling me, um, they started in Pittsburgh, and they were telling me that, um, you know, they had to do exactly what I wanted to avoid, like, um, they rode through the rain, they were, you know, going over the logs and, uh, you know, down trees, I mean, and, um, I I mean, that would have been a cool, probably a cooler story to tell you that I did all that, (laughs) but um, they... They knew that I started in Harper's Ferry and was only going to D.C. And they were like, what? What? You're only doing an overnight? And what did you bring? So I was joking with them. I said, oh, I brought my hair straightener. And I brought <laughs> and They were like, what? And I said, no. I, I said, I'm staying in D.C. a couple days afterwards. So, you know, I have. I have a bunch of like I was meeting people down there meeting friends and so um you know you bring like nicer clothes and yeah right exactly
1: (laughs) yeah clothes I do feel like clothes take up so much so much space yeah they do yeah (laughs) yeah um just as a side note I'm remembering this time I'm remembering this time that um I did an overnight with with Molly um who was back on episode like two or three and we had packed so much because we were hosting this overnight for a bunch of bike campers and we were cooking for them and we'd stopped at uh we'd stopped at a starbucks that we had planned to stop at and there were a couple dudes in lycra on their speedy fast bikes um Mm who definitely made a comment about the amount of stuff that we had with us. (laughs) And I remember being like, I was going to write a blog post about it, but I think it was just in a really, I was just being really crabby, but it's just like, I don't, not really interested in your observation. Thanks. Thanks for noticing that I'm carrying a lot of stuff. Um, It's because we're, going to be taking care of, like, ten people. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but it was yeah. just, like, thanks thanks for your observation and judgment, sir. If you mm-hmm. could just go back to your spandex, then <laughs> we can go on with our lives, because right. I obviously don't care. Yeah, um, But I obviously hey. do care on some level, because I'm, like, even saying it now. But I'm just, like, those kind of random things. I think it's something about, like, the, the comment about dudes telling you you have too much stuff is like just go away i'm just not interested (laughs) just go away
0: hey i say if you can haul it on your bike go for it you know (laughs) right yeah
1: seriously (laughs) with these thighs you know yeah
0: um do your bikes have names (laughs) um they don't actually i should name my bikes you don't have have
1: to to. if you don't want to it's whatever works for you dana
0: i know they're all purple though so like i have a theme going they're all purple (laughs) Interesting. Interesting.
1: (laughs) Um, What's in every ride carry for you? I don't know. I I mean, do you you do riding? Sorry, I'm diverging off of this question even after I asked it. But um, so you commute, and I don't know uh, how long is your commute.
0: Oh, it's not long. Um, Okay. I think it takes me maybe ten minutes to cycle. Oh,
1: you lucky duck!
0: I know. That's why when I when I um when I bought my house and I realized I, I was working at a hospital at the time and I realized I am so close to work. Like, why don't I just bike there? And everyone thought I was nuts. Cause like, we didn't know, like, I still don't know anybody else who cycles to work. Mm. And, um, they were like, are you kidding me? And, um, I was like, it, it's going to take me 10, 15 minutes tops to get to work, you know? And, you know, I think at that time it took me 15, but I was going through a, like a pretty hilly development. And now I realize I can just take the trail. You know, I found a shorter, flatter route. <laughs> so I was all for that. That's but, awesome. um, yeah. And then, um, I switched jobs, which my new job is only slightly farther away than my old job was. and. So I'm still doing it. That was one of the things on my interview. I actually said, um, I really like to bike to work. And like, you guys don't have any bike racks or anything? Is there a place I can keep my bike? And my supervisor is so sweet. She said, oh my gosh, you can keep it in my office. And I was like, yes.
1: Wow, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> I know, it is awesome. So
1: um, what do you consider in every ride, carry then when you're doing your your commute or just riding around town with your boyfriend?
0: Well, I... um. I carry, I always carry with me like bottle of water, obviously, and, um, like a granola bar just in case, like, I don't know what's going to happen to me really in the 10 minutes that
1: it takes <laughs> me to get to work, but I need snacks. <laughs> hey,
0: like, yeah. Um, and then I bring my phone cause I always, I like to track my, my ride back and forth. What do you use for that? By the way, I, I use map my ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have Strava, but I never used it. I really want to see like what the difference is between the two. Mm-hmm. I have it downloaded, but I just, I just never used it yet.
1: So uh, Megan Hotman on episode, I should have a list of them in front of me because I don't know <laughs> off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be in the show notes. Uh, so she suggests to use Strava just to use it because cities end up subscribing to Strava for that information and then they use it for their bike planning and their transportation planning. Ooh. So we're like, we're doing a service. It's like a civic good and also making money it's for rich. the good fine people at Strava uh, <laughs> when, yeah. when, when we use their stuff. And I started doing that, I doing both Map My Ride or Map My Dog Walk, whatever it ends up being, um, yeah. using that and Strava together. But I found lately, I don't know if they did an update or something. I wonder. What you think about this, that I'm forgetting that map my ride is still on after I'm done with the ride. So then I end up walking around for the rest of the day or doing whatever. And then I realize it later. And I just have to kill the whole thing because Uh, I obviously didn't I didn't, you know, ride my bike at 50 miles an hour if we went on the highway to someplace. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I don't have you noticed anything like that? Because that that seems to be a, a place where I'm like, ah foiled by map my ride again
0: um i had that actually i haven't hap- had that happen in a while but um it did happen to me one time and i was like oh it's like just you said, once like, oh, yeah i went dang I it's like
1: all the t- it's like anytime i use this thing now it's doing that for <laughs> oh, me oh no I yeah i don't know that. maybe That's it's summer. anyway um so you bring your so you bring your cell phone a granola bar some water <laughs> yeah Um,
0: I bring the little adapter to the presto bike valve thing. Those little, you know how you can get those little metal adapter things. Mm. Um, Because, oh my gosh, I, in case I'm low on air, I like to just, well, we have like an air compressor here or if I'm out by like a um, gas station that has one, I just, man, hand pumping a bike tire up is not for me. (laughs) I'm like a wimp.
1: (laughs) It's hard to get it to the. I don't know. I think it's hard to get it to the right pressure with those with some of the small hand pumps. Yeah. Um. If any uh, bicycle accessory manufacturers are listening, and they would like (laughs) us to test out nicey nice uh, bicycle hand pumps that maybe have some sort of a gauge on it, I'm in the market. So you know that would be awesome. We could test it here first, bicycle people.
0: I do bring a hand pump with me just like in case, mm-hmm. but I hope to never, ever have to use it. <laughs> <Word>. I have <laughs> And a spare one. tire.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. And a, and a tube. Some, yeah. some levers. Do you bring some sure. tire levers? I do bring those. Yep. Um, yeah. What's your level of like mechanical comfort? What do you, uh, where are you at with that stuff?
0: Um, probably not very high um i've actually never had to change a tire before you better knock on wood girl i know i know i'm knocking right now um but uh, um kevin my boyfriend used to like race mountain bikes and stuff so he is really good with that kind of stuff so he's been showing me um like how to um like just tune up the bike a little bit and stuff like that um and um, I took some classes at REI. I think they were free classes actually. We ended up going out there me and a friend um, just to learn how to like take the tire take the wheels off and um, they show you how to change a tire but I or how to you know change your tube, but I've never actually had to do it before. so So have, have you like done it yet? mm-hmm. Mm. never had to Mm. and i know i know they say well i hear that changing a tube on a road bike is harder than on a hybrid because it's i I guess they say it's
1: i think the tire is harder to get on and off yes yeah Yeah. because of the i don't know whatever the width or whatever Mm -hmm. it is that's different um obviously the width then uh yeah i would i mean listen live your life I would definitely recommend that you do that a couple times like in your living room when you have plenty of time (laughs) and you know you're not worried about it because um although you haven't had to do it yet chances are Mm -hmm. there might be some time in your life where you have to and you will just yeah you'll just be (laughs) happier having practiced it once but
0: you'll get an email on Monday like Kat guess what I just had to do
1: I hope not I hope (laughs) not that would make me sad um yeah, but you know, I've only done that and and I'm hoping also that I don't have to do, deal with it with my you know, my primary bike because I got nicey nice tires on them, the Schwalbe Marathon oh. whatever tires and they are real hard to put on. They are real hard to put on, like super <laughs> tough. But oh, I'm hoping no. that they're, I've had good luck with them since i put them on so I'm hoping I won't have to deal with it, you know, that they'll just like live, you know, live out the life of the tire without having to Deal with replacing a tube, that'd be sweet. But yeah, yeah, those are tough to, uh, tough. So it's always good to like just get some practice, get real comfortable with it. And then, you know, it's just something you don't want to have to think about too much because you'll be inconvenienced on the side of the road anyway. Oh, yeah,
0: I know. I just figure, well, I'll wing it if (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's not the right attitude at all. But (laughs) well, I mean, you know, hey, I I did that. I remember
1: like years ago in New Jersey and being on a commute and uh, rolling over glass. Thankfully, I was much closer to work because I used to have a bus ride in the middle, okay. and I finished like I ended up walking the rest of the way. Um, it mm. was like a mile and a half, so it wasn't the end of the world. But you know, so like I've been there. That that particular situation was because I had the wrong. I think I had the wrong size tube, or I didn't have a uh, valve, or you know, I didn't have like yeah. the Presta, Schrader, whatever. But nope. yeah, so I mean, it happens, and most of the time, everyone will be okay. Uh, It's just a minor inconvenience if, if we're lucky enough. So, yeah. Um, so, so you have some like key bike snacks. Is this true?
0: Yes, it is true. Tell me
1: about like, what do you, what do you like to eat when you do like an overnight or when you're done with a ride or other than your granola bar there? What do you got?
0: Well, my mom, let me tell you, makes these fantastic cookies and she will make them for me. Like anytime I do what kind like of, what a kind of cry, these tell me about they these cookies are pumpkin oatmeal, chocolate chip cookies. And they're like, ooey gooey. <laughs> yummy. Like I don't know what she, she gave me the recipe, but it's like, I just feel like she can make them so much better. I don't know. I'll send you the recipe for sure. Link in but the show notes. Heck yeah, it is. They are so good. And I, um, organize a group ride, um, in Jim Thorpe down the, um, oh my gosh, what is that trail called? I can't even think of it right now. Um, oh, the Lehigh, Lehigh Gorge Rail Trail. That's the one. Yeah. So, um, I organize a group ride every year. We didn't do it this year. It just ran out of time, but it's down the, um, Lehigh Gorge Rail Trail. It's about 25 miles and, um. My mom comes with and, you know, I just, I just send an invitation out to any friends and coworkers who wants to come and we set it up and you take a shuttle up to the top and then my mom makes these wonderful cookies (laughs) and we take a break halfway through and eat lunch and like stuff ourselves silly with these, like, she just brings like one of those giant Ziploc bags filled with, (laughs) does your mom go,
1: she goes on the ride with you then also then?
0: Yeah, she does. She does do that one. Oh, that's cool. yeah, it, it's a really pretty ride, too. I recommend it to anyone because there's, you know, um, there's waterfalls along the route, and it, it's just really pretty. Are it's you really going to cool. maybe do that in 2018? Hopefully. You want to come join me? Come maybe. Join me? When When do you do it? <laughs> well, um, it, it's sort of yep. like whenever. Okay. It's sort of whenever. I did it well, in the fall the last couple years, but
1: it sort of was getting really cold. Ooh, <laughs> so. fall would be nice, though right? Like September would probably be super nice for something Mm -hmm. like that.
0: Yep. It's nice. Hmm. All right.
1: Okay. All right. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's keep on, uh, let's think about this more. Maybe make some plans. Okay. And then that could be like a fun thing. That would be fun. Yeah. Right on. Um, yeah. So I'm excited. So, so your mom's cookies and then, (laughs) but your mom is like, I mean, is that what you, is that your, your favorite all time bike snack? those cookies, they sound pretty
0: good. I would good. have to say yes. Yeah. Like.
1: Do you have a second but, favorite? I'd say Cliff Bars. Cliff Bars. A particular yeah. flavor?
0: Um, like, I'm really into Pumpkin Cat. Like, the Pumpkin I cliff suppose bars, so. Cat,
1: you can only So is get this... A, so are you, are you, like, also... Are you a coffee drinker?
0: No, I, I'm actually not a coffee drinker. Because, you know,
1: the pumpkin spice thing is just... I know. There's a certain... Now, now we've hit... I think critical mass with pumpkin spice because it, it's sort of like pumpkin spice Cheerios or.
0: Oh my know. gosh. I have, I, Oh my gosh. I have, have, have to them? Tell you, this is embarrassing. I stockpile them because I know you can only get them seasonally. So <laughs> they were like a dollar 25 at the, our grocery store. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to get five boxes and that should last. Cause I'm the type of, I can eat pumpkin. here. Um no the Cheerios.
1: Oh my god that's so <laughs> funny. No way. I... Yeah, oh that's my awesome. gosh.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I'll be eating pumpkin all year long and that's fine with me. I love pumpkin. It's good for you. I think
1: maybe, <laughs> right? I don't know. What do you what do you love about riding your bike?
0: I love it's I find it very peaceful to ride my bike. Um, You know, I'm not one of these thrill seekers that's... Like, I just sort of try to advocate for the average person. Like, you don't need to, you know, be in bike races and all that kind of stuff. Just get on your bike and ride. It's so peaceful. (laughs) Um, I, when I ride to work in the morning, I think, look at all this nature. I am I would never see this driving my car. Like, going through the the park and the trails, I often see deer, um, just... tons of deer every time I ride through. And I think I would never see this, you know, ducks, all kinds of stuff. It's, it's really nice. I go by a nice stream and then there's a pond and, you know, you miss all that in your car. So I really like that.
1: Especially since you love the, the rail trails, you get a particular access that you just simply don't get when you're in a car.
0: Yep. Mhm.
1: That's good stuff. (laughs) so Mackinac Island was a ride that you did this year also that's up
0: on the the upper peninsula of Michigan right yep Mm -hmm. it was beautiful there so I was on a road trip with my dad and I heard about this island no cars allowed just bikes and horses and I was like we have to stop like this is sounds just too perfect (laughs) to miss so you have to take a ferry across and there's tons and tons and tons of bikes to rent over there I mean everywhere you go there's bikes to rent and um so I got to rent one and you there's an actual highway it is a highway that circles the perimeter of the island and it's eight miles a little over eight miles long and um but yeah no cars allowed it's a it, it's just the coolest thing. And the so the cool. views of the lake are beautiful and it's barely flat. So I recommend it to anybody. And now they have these like fat tire, um, trikes that you can rent, which I think they were all like rented out. Oh, cool. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, I got to try. You one probably do that. Time.
1: You do that on the beach, right? Hmm. You do that, something like that on the beach.
0: Well, they had them. You could, you could just ride around the town and, oh. and go around the highway and stuff. So, yeah. They, they just had him as like a, I don't know, just like an interesting... I never saw anything like that before. <laughs> so... I want to yeah, go back and get one of those now.
1: That's really cool. I've been to, I've been to Michigan several times, um, mm-hmm. but I haven't gotten up to the upper peninsula there. So, uh, but I've heard such wonderful things about Mackinac Island. I remember when you sent me those, those pictures and you sent me those tweets. Um, yeah, we, we got a lot of, we, I think Mac, the Mackinac Island folks really liked that. We did that they too.
0: Did Yeah. I, I
1: remember seeing lots of like retweets and stuff from that. Yeah. So, so it seems like a pretty friendly place. If anybody else has, uh, been out there and and ridden bikes any other listeners I, i'd love to hear about it and um it seems like mackinac island would love your would love to uh get the props for their tourism and their yeah. appeal to folks too so <laughs> um uh, where if you could ride with with anybody anywhere in the world so anybody like living or dead anywhere in the world
0: mm-hmm. like who would
1: you go for a ride with and where and why
0: I was trying to think about this. Hmm. I really think I can't narrow it down to one person. I, <laughs> I was trying to think who I would narrow it down to. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, this is such a
1: hypothetical question that yeah. I, will, I will allow you to have a small group ride if you okay. want to. Oh,
0: my gosh. If I could organize a group ride, man. Oh, my God. Oh, awesome. okay.
1: All right. Okay, so this, we may have just changed some of the dynamics for this question. Yeah. All right, so what do you think?
0: you just in your show. No. Um. Maybe. I mean, why not? We okay. Evolve. Well, I would just put out like a big meetup thing, and I'm like, hey, whoever wants to come. But I would really want, do you know Kim Nonstop <laughs> in New I, York City? I do don't but I have a feeling i we're
1: gonna learn about her
0: okay she d- does spin classes in New York City at Soul Cycle. she was on the amazing race and she was a bike messenger in New York and um, she has a YouTube channel and I love her videos I there's no way I could keep up with her <laughs> but I would let her borrow one of our bikes like a hybrid <laughs> Take her on a rail. Like, let's go on a rail trail ride. Um, and He'd then, put her on a child-sized mountain bike? Yes. Yes. That's the only way I could keep up with her, probably. Um, and then I think another person, this might be sort of weird and out there, but I love Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> and I think he is, like, I seriously think, I remember hearing that he's into cycling, silence <laughs> i
1: don't i mean maybe he, I really might, he probably is i mean there it's uh he, what kind of good self-respecting scientist who likes physics and gravity and stuff to, wouldn't he, be into he, riding he, a bike right
0: he's into saving the planet and stuff so he would yeah. be on my group ride for sure sweet and then there is a guy right now who is i don't know if you've heard about this guy his name's ed pratt and he is unicycling the world right now.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: And he has a lovely YouTube channel and a blog. And I just think it would be so cool to meet him and go for a bike ride with him because who the heck... Like, I think he's the only person ever to ever try to unicycle the world.
1: And those would be some
0: people. <laughs>
1: so now I need to know, what is Bill Nye the Science Guy riding? Because obviously... Ed Pratt is on his uh, <laughs> unicycle, and Kim Nonstop is on a child-sized mountain bike. Yeah. So Bill Nye.
0: Bill, we'll a regular hybrid bike, like a I nice. mean, could
1: we could we maybe put him on a penny farthing? We could give him an e-bike. Oh yeah, that could be fun. Let's do that. But maybe a solar-powered e-bike that yeah. he built himself. Heck yeah! All right, we're diverging <laughs> here, but okay, that's that's fun. What a fun little what a, a fun little bicycle gang you've got there. Yeah. That's cool. Super fun. Um, it was, it was a really, it was really great to chat with you today. I'm so excited that you uh, took the time and we finally had the chance to meet. Um, tell me a little bit about what you're looking forward to in the coming year.
0: Well, um, I'm hoping to finish the gap in the CNO trail, um, next year. And I would really like to, well, there's this bike ride called the Tour de Donut in Ohio. <laughs> and so you cycle around. You can pick 30 or 50 mile bike ride. And then they have rest stops. And you eat as many donuts as you can. <laughs> and then it takes time. <laughs> it takes. Where is Leo Benson? It, it's oh. so weird. This ride sounds so ridiculous that I'm like, I have to do it. Um, but it, yeah, it's a race. And then... The more donuts you eat, they, the more time they take off of the, your final ride. Whoa! Now, I think the, like, the last year, the guy who ate the most donuts, he ate, like, 62 donuts. Like, there's no, I'll probably eat, like, three, maybe four. <laughs> so I'm not winning this race, but uh, it sounds pretty awesome and different, so I'm all for that.
1: All right, that is an interesting thing. Yeah. So you're maybe, you're maybe gonna, you're maybe thinking about that.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna do that and then maybe oh go on go on oh I was gonna say um and then I always do the MS city to shore every year that's pretty important to me so that's an 80 mile bike ride that goes from Cherry Hill New Jersey to Ocean City and I've done that the last couple years and I love that ride awesome Mm -hmm.
1: um well let us know when you're doing that because that's a fundraiser And we would love to share the link out to, uh, we'd love to share the link out to the audience to uh, help raise a couple bucks if that's possible. There's anything we can do because every dollar helps for sure. Sounds cool. Thank you. Uh, Dana, it was so good to chat with you today. I'm I'm really excited. I definitely want you to keep us in the loop in terms of your Lehigh Gorge ride, your group ride, because, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe.
0: Yeah, let's get like 100 people. Bill Nye will show up, oh, right?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Could you imagine? You know, I mean, I think there's probably a pretty good chance. There's probably a pretty good chance we can get Bill Nye on a penny farthing. It's, oh my gosh! <laughs> are there any tunnels that we have to concern ourselves with on these on uh, with the gorge rail trail there? Um, I don't. We might think have to there warn Bill Nye. Tunnels
0: on that rail trail? No, huh? Very cool. All
1: right, Dana. Um, where can folks follow you or find you if they uh, would like to keep up with your adventures?
0: You can keep up with me. Um, my blog is blistersandbugbites.com dot com, and same on Instagram, and I have a Blisters and Bug Bites Facebook page, and Twitter. I think it's Dana Elizabeth X only because I I couldn't um fi- like figure out how to put Blisters and Bug Bites like shorten it that it made sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, eh, I'll just use my name, whatever. <laughs>
1: social handles yeah i know all right cool well links to everything um you know listeners you'll just go to the show notes and you'll have links to everything so you can follow dana and her adventures and keep up with the lehigh gorge potential ride the tour to donut and um, maybe some ms fundraising the city to shore stuff so dana thanks so much thanks a lot i'll talk with you soon.
0: thanks for having me it was fun
1: big thanks to Dana for stopping by and sending along her mom's pumpkin oatmeal chocolate chip cookie recipe. Um, You can find that and the links to everything we discuss at thejoyridepodcast.com forward slash zero three one. If you enjoyed the show, please consider taking a few moments and sharing it with a friend, uh, anyone who you think might dig it. Uh, Also, if you haven't yet, I would love it. Be, I would be super honored if you took a few minutes and left ratings or review in iTunes or wherever you listen. It does help other gals find the show. Friends, as you may know, I do read five star reviews out on the show. So thank you so much for your five star review. Bodara, Bodara, five stars says sometimes biking for transportation can feel frustrating and isolating, but cat helps normalize it and makes me feel connected to other women who are doing amazing things by bike. Thanks for all you do. Thanks, Bodara. Bodara, I appreciate that. Um, next, uh, five stars. Oh, actually, that first one was called Encouraging by Bodara. Hmm. Uh, next one. we <laughs> just dust off my shoulders. Uh, my favorite biking podcast, five stars, says J-Rob773. I love Joyride. Kat is always respectful, interested, and fun with her guests. There's a wide variety of topics, so basically something for everyone, from bike newbie to long-distance cycle tourist. Thanks, J-Rob. And last but certainly not least, thank you, Mary R. So happy this podcast exists, says Mary R. Five stars. The interviews are always interesting. Love getting to vicariously enjoy others' adventures and get ideas for my one, uh, for my one bike rides. Maybe Maybe that's a one-time bike ride. Um, she loves getting ideas. I appreciate that. She says, great information, and I feel less alone as a female cyclist when I listen to others' stories. I really like that because that's exactly the point. That's exactly the point. Picking up what I'm putting down. Sweet. Um, so thanks for your five-star reviews, friends, and, uh... But also, you know, please share the show and uh, I love you. And that's how that goes. Uh, Questions, thoughts, snack ideas, please email me at thejoyridepodcast at gmail.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. I cannot wait to see what you're doing when you listen to the show in your Instagram stories. Make sure you check out the new website and sign up for the newsletter so you do not miss any updates uh, in the future. Yeah. Remember, friends. Life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. Keep moving forward, and until next time, I hope you enjoy the ride. Is it working yay
0: yay that's awesome see we didn't try Bring- turning it off
1: and turning it back on again
0: yeah that's the magic cure for everything